Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can. Uh, tweet coming in from Joseph Sam 23 I totally agree with the caller from Chicago. Ken Griffey was a way better player than Barry Bonds. He did everything better. Running bases, hitting, defense, and yes, personality and pop culture. Uh... Look, I loved Ken Griffey Jr., my favorite player when I was a kid. Um, I would wear my hat backwards and mimic his swing in doing home run derbies in the driveway. But to say that definitively in in comparison to Barry Bonds is just wrong. It's just flat out wrong. I mean, when you look at it objectively. Better base runner? Do you all know how many bases Barry Bonds stole? I think because of um, the enhanced version of Barry Bonds. People don't realize what he was before. Barry Bonds was in the 40-40 club. 40 home run, 40 stolen base season. Barry Bonds, here's his his stolen base totals starting in 1986. Uh, 36-32-17-32-53-39-29-29-31-40-37-28. And then they all fall off the cliff because he got older and he started juicing up and and became something else. 52 stolen bases in one season. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s total, high total for that mark, I got to find his stolen base total because I, is 24. So Barry Bonds' stolen base total for a season is twice as good as, as Ken Griffey's. And in fact, 24 is, is Ken Griffey's high watermark there. Let me go back and count what I was just counting. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Barry Bonds has 12 seasons that are better stolen base-wise than Ken Griffey's top mark. You say he's a, a better defensive player. They're both excellent defensive players. I could, you know, Griffey made the, those... Uh, jaw-dropping plays, you know, the home-run stealing plays. If you want to say, because center fielder and everything, he was a better defensive player, fine, but it wasn't by a ton. Barry Bonds, an eight-time gold glove winner. Griffey, a ten-time gold glove winner. And then at the plate, at that point in their careers, you don't think of Bonds in the, the terms of as good a hitter as he was then. But I'm looking at OPS, and, you know, it's close to even in most of those seasons. And in fact, you know, Bonds in 1993 was 1.136. In 1993, Ken Griffey Jr. was 
1.025. You know, so there's the season before Bonds was 1.080. The season before that, Griffey was 1.025 again. So Bonds maybe slightly offensive numbers were better. It's I mean, Griffey was awesome, but I think even at that point in their career, Bonds's offensive numbers were slightly better by like a half an inch. So that's an argument. My point is Bonds before the juice was Ken Griffey Jr. After the juice, he was Babe Ruth. But you cannot say it is just false to say that Ken Griffey was a way better player than Barry Bonds back then. It's just not true. Just not true. Now, Barry Bonds, like I said, is is the guy I hold up as the best player I've ever seen. But the PEDs have to to factor in. They have to factor in to how he's viewed in the, the context of his overall career. 855-212-4227. Let's go to John in Toronto. John, you're up on the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, buddy. How are you? You're doing a great job. Uh, it's a good topic, and I was thinking about it, and it's um, obviously he hasn't come even close for a career or any measurable, you know, uh, or uh, measurable is the wrong word, but any significant period of time. That being yeah, said, sure. the more I thought about what you said, uh, you're not that far off. He has probably had, um, if you want to take war into account, uh, he's probably had the single best clean season since Babe Ruth. Yeah, probably. And then before that, going back to the early, early days of baseball, I was just looking it up, and there's like probably a 20. There's some guy who had a 20 war in the 1880s or whatever it was, and another guy at 19 or 18. But the, he's had the, be, uh, the best probably first half of a season since uh, Babe Ruth, when you take combined impact. Now, those guys were such overwhelmingly good hitters, and Barry Bonds in his day, uh, not clean, uh, that they overcame the, the combined brilliance of Shohei. But, yeah, no, I think I was just reading that nobody has ever had a uh, five-war season as a pitcher and hitter before, and he has a chance to do that. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, like uh, it, it's almost like people start holding the fact that he's doing both against him at some point. When they say like like Anthony was doing before, not to not to throw you under the bus, Anthony, but like he's not the best pitcher in baseball. Okay, <laughs> but there's nobody else literally who's doing what he's doing at all. That's so, right. And I just I just wanted to say one other thing. The only thing I, I'd like to see it, you know, to really it's an amazing story. I'd like to see it go even a step further. I'd like to see a couple games where uh, the Angels use NL rules for him, where he pitches and hits in the same game. He can do it. You know, maybe not every time, but a couple times a season. And a, and a few games, maybe uh, a dozen games a year or whatever, where he plays the field and hits and not just DHs because he's capable of doing it. So why don't you take it all the way? It would make it even a more remarkable story. Yeah, well, the All-Star game is a chance, um, I, I think, for, for people to see that, of course. Um, the Home Run Derby as well, you know, his power on display. But I think what you're seeing in the regular context of the season is is what matters even more, right? 855-212-4227. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Ron in Chicago. Ron, you're up next here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Ron? Hey, good morning. Really, really enjoying the discussion. I love baseball. Um, Ken Griffey Jr., I think slightly better. And the reason I, I say that, he played the second most 
important defense position. Uh, see, I, and I still believe the game's played up the middle. I'll take a center fielder over left field. Big Bonds really didn't have a strong arm. I, I'm not saying, but it, it, you can go either, either the, way. You, that's fine. I'm not, you know, that, like I, I, I was pushing back against the person who said he's clearly better or whatever. You, that's oh no. certainly an argument. No. Yeah. In those numbers you put up as far as the stolen bases, it, it's just, but uh, it's, 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 it's a hard call. And, and prior to uh, Mariano Rivera, uh, getting what 100% of the vote. Ken Griffey had the most um, votes for Hall of Fame. And I know that has to do with some other factors as far as popularity, but it does indicate really how great he was. Um, but regarding Otani, uh, I think what he's doing is very, very special, very unique. But as far as who I, who I enjoy watching, who I think is right now, probably just about the best player in the game is Fernando Tatis, 27 home run. He leads the National League in the home run and stolen base, and I think he's six in bad naps. So that's it. When you're talking about the player this season, oh, and also he plays the most important defensive position on the field, shortstop, and he's very good. So that's there you go. Otani is not even in his top 10 as far as ERA. And that's what I look at even more than wins. But what, what, what he's doing, very, very, very special. Something that we haven't seen doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. Being unique doesn't make it the best. Right now, sure. for me, but, the but like our, For instance, here, here you go. Like, Tatis is unbelievable. He's having a great year. But Otani's OPS is higher than Tatis's. Right, like you, you think he's a better, you think he's a better. You were starting the team, you started the team, and you had to choose between those two players. Can, Who would you am take? I? Can I? Am I turning injuries off? Because look, if I if I if I'm turning injuries off, if I'm turning injuries off, take? I take Otani. If I'm turning injuries off, the problem is. Pitching, we know, is so fickle. We've seen great pitchers. Every time, I mean, Jacob DeGrom was brought up earlier in the show. Every time Jacob DeGrom has one of these starts where he's leaving early, you you worry. You know, like a pitcher leaves early, you worry about um, the elbow or the shoulder or something like that. Uh, but if you're telling me I could turn injuries off, I'm taking Otani. But, but, okay, but the thing is, you can't. So... Uh, when you look at who plays the most important, it would back to like the point but, I but made. The point, but the point I was Tatis. making is as good as Tatis is, and he's great, even just as a hitter, on base plus slugging, Otani has the edge over him right now, just as a hitter, forgetting the fact that he pitches. I mean, it's, it's, it's virtually a tie. But so, Tatis I mean, is leading also in stolen bases. He's more complete. That's what I'm saying. He, he's an excellent. He's a uh, golden glove shortstop. He's leading the league in stolen bases, leading the league in home runs. Sure, but you know, like, Otani has 12 stolen bases. It's not like Otani has more stolen bases right now than uh, than Tatis had last season. Uh, no, I know last season not. season. Yes. Well, he's leading. But, Tatis, uh, Tatis is a better player. Otani may be a better story, very unique, hands down. Now, now, this one I will say, hands down, the best player in the game uh, is Fernando Tatis, the number, the, the number, the numbers say it. And he, and well, he I, wait, wait, how do the numbers say it? I just told you that Otani as a hitter, 
has a higher OPS than Tatis, just as a hitter. But he's he, but who has most stolen bases? Okay, but is that the, now the the only measure? I mean, we say that, that that's one number. But who has more triples, Otani? Who has more bunt yeah, hits, Otani? Who who, who has more uh, who has more wins as a pitcher? Okay, well we don't. If you if you well, think that if you say complete player, player I mean, look, I I don't want to come off like I'm dissing Tatis, who's a great young star, and thank you for the call. But uh, that that's cherry picking to say like because of stolen bases. Again, Otani has twelve stolen bases. Not like he doesn't have stolen bases. He's got four triples. Tatis has zero triples. Otani's got four butt hits this year, which is as many as anybody. So he can run. Again, like these things are measured. I I I keep referencing the uh, article that Tom Verducci wrote, but he he compared him to players for a reason. He hits the ball harder than Juan Soto. He throws the ball harder than you Darvish, and he runs faster than Randy Orozarena. Billy in Toronto, Billy. You're up next on the show. What's going on? How you doing, man? I, I love this subject. Yeah, Robin, I was fortunate enough to go uh, over to Japan and watch uh, baseball. Uh, not to watch baseball. I just happened to lock into it. I'm a big, big, big baseball guy. And it's a whole different game over there. And all you have to do is tell me four bunt base hits by o- Otani, and that tells me everything. Where has that gone in the game? Hey, Jason Hayward, the other night, they got four guys on the right side of the infield, and you can't put a bunt down? Uh, you're making $185 million, and you can't do that? And that's what I love about Japanese baseball. They play the game the way it was pl- used to play before. And I'll tell you another thing. When they go to the World Baseball Classics, it's usually Japan that's in the final. They don't always win it, but they play the game the way it used to be played. I- I- I'm telling you, uh, watching watching Otani, I-, I wish the Angels would get Mike Trout back because I think I think the Angels would go on a big run. I, I-, I really do. But as for uh, Tatis being the best player in the game, come on, he's not in Trout's league. Let's let's put it. Let's well, put it I mean, look, uh, uh, Tatis is in anybody's league. I don't want to say he's not in anybody's league the way he's playing. I mean, considering he's a shortstop, considering the offensive numbers he, he's putting up, uh, he's he's in anybody's league. Hey, listen, I mean, and, and uh, Robin, one other, uh, yeah, one other thing. I used to go down when when the uh, when Toronto when we lost our, or when the Expos lost our uh, our team here. I used to go down to watch Pittsburgh play all the time. Used to watch mm-hmm. uh, uh, make the drive down here. Love National League baseball, and I'm going to tell you, I got to strongly, strongly, strongly disagree with you on Barry Bonds. Forget about Ken Griffey Jr. I'll take our guy up here in Canada, Larry Walker, over Barry Bonds. I can remember listening to I can remember listening to the talk shows how Bonds used to get ripped there. Here's the guy that could not hit left-handed pitching and never made it to the playoffs and choked badly in the playoffs. Okay, uh, that's just insanity, though. Like, Larry Walker. I mean, a great player, but you can nitpick Barry Bonds on certain specific things. You're talking about seven-time MVP. Right. Four, it, seven four times. times. Four times. He, four times was when he was on steroids. I uh, think, okay, I think, three. that means that makes him a three-time MVP. That makes it, uh, Larry Walker's a one-time MVP. So let's say if you're you're saying he's an MVP on steroids four times, he was an MVP without steroids three times, or whenever well, he, he was. You went over you went over his stats. I heard you reading his stats. So, so one last, why don't you read his batting average for the first? Sure. Tell me uh, let's ever... start with. Well, I mean, uh, his batting average in 1991 was 301. Uh, 
it, or 1990 was 301. The next year was 292. The next year was 311. The next year was 336. The next year was 312. The next year was 294. The next year was 308. The next year was 291. The next year was 303. 262, 306, 328. Now we're getting into steroid territory. 38, 34, 36. I mean, wh- wh- what number do you not? Wh- what number do you want to pick? The, and, and appreciate the call as always. There's no number you could pick where Barry Bonds can look bad. Sorry. Not going to happen. The guy was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, you know, like that's a specific type of nitpicking if you want to say he didn't come through in certain spots versus and, and then put Larry Walker over him. How many uh, World Series has Larry Walker won? You know, how good were, were those teams relative to uh, I, Bonds? As far as just pure production, he's unassailable. You can call him a cheater. You could say he acted like a jerk, stuff like that, sure. But to to try and pick apart what he did on the field, it's just not possible. Not possible. The guy was a, an unreal player. But like this is why I argue for him in the Hall of Fame is I'm able, like, I think most people should be able to properly contextualize. Yes, he cheated. People know that. That's part of why he was what he was later in his career. At the same time, there's no way to look at his career and say, this isn't a Hall of Fame player. I mean, you're out of your mind. (laughs) Like, you're out of your mind. You don't think he's a Hall of Fame player. 855-212-4227. Like I said, the best player I've ever seen, too. Until Shohei Otani. Uh, 855-212-4227. You know, what's the proper context for what Shohei Otani is doing right now? Has anyone ever been better? It's the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. Hey, JC in DC, you're on the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Hey, man, I think there's one stat that everybody seems to be ignoring, and that's strikeouts. I mean, Pete Alonso did this back in 2019 in the second half of the season, and it's just because it's just a juicy story. I think it's awesome what he's doing because he's a pitcher. Wait, wait, what, what, what is this? What is the strikeout stat? Why? What? How his, are you? His strikeouts almost double more than Jose Altuve, and they have the same batting average. So come on. So Jose Altuve is, is a he, better hitter than Shohei Otani. Then why does he have an OPS that's you know or lower? I mean, he's a first of all, he's a power hitter, but um, which counts for something. Yeah, but strikeouts do too. Sure, they count for outs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I has... mean, <laughs> but but I mean, right now Jose Altuve's OPS is point eight five seven, and Shohei Otani's is one point zero something, one point something. So I, how can you argue that Otuve is a better hitter at the moment? Yes, well, he's Jose a better. Has, he also he has less strikeouts, but he also has okay, more but... at bats. But but what is less strikeouts doesn't make you a better hitter. I mean, it does make you a better no, hitter. No, it, it makes you, you uh, a better contact hitter. It may make you, you know, uh, more likely to, to grind out a walk or something. But, I mean, I, and I, uh, Jose Altuve is an incredible player. And maybe in a big spot, you could argue, somebody like Altuve, especially if they know the signs that are coming, is, is the guy you'd want because of that for, for whatever reason. But in the, the grand sample here, if you want to nitpick strikeouts, I could nitpick home runs. 
I mean, Otani's yeah, got but, but, oh, 14 more home is runs. not a power hitter. He okay, but power counts. I mean, this is like drives me crazy. It's like the other per- per- person before was calling and, and nitpicking on one specific thing. Like a home run is a bad thing. I uh, uh, being a power hitter thing. is a good thing. Okay, but that's but I'm saying that he's not a power hitter, and Shohei is. So because a couple of times that you know Altuve may grind out a triple is the one time that Otani is hitting a home run. That's what I'm. How saying. How many triples but, do you think Jose Altuve has this year? Um, probably not as much. He's getting up there in age. He probably has yeah, like how many? How three. many? Zero. Yeah, how many? Otani has four, which leads the American League. I'm just, I'm just saying, you're giving this dude a crown. Right, how, many bases, how many stolen bases? How many stolen bases does Altuve? How many stolen bases? How many stolen bases does Altuve have? Uh, I don't know on top of my head how many. He's got four. You know how many Otani has? Twelve. So he's he's. I, but I mean, I mean you're. I, I was just talking about hitting, my man. Okay, That's so it. hitting. Who has? You know what? Uh, who has a higher batting average? Um, Jose Altuve or Shohei Otani? By one. Okay, but who has a higher batting average? Who has a higher batting average? Otani. Okay. By one. So who has more at bat? How, so how who is more at bat? in what universe is he a better hitter? I'm just saying the strikeouts right count, dude. That's they count as an out. That's it. But that's all they count as is an out. All right. If you want to fall into the deep abyss so of it, this new baseball, I'm just saying that a lot of people are striking out. And the same thing that has already happened to Alonzo, they, they want him out of New York. He had the same What, is, good half, what does Pete Alonzo have to do with that? I, who cares, Because he Pete had Alonzo. a good second half of the season in 2019. I, but Pete Alonzo has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. We, we, right. There's no... There's no comparison between Pete Alonso and Shohei Otani. I'm saying Otani. you're crowning someone after half a season the same way everyone crowned Alonso after when half did a I season. Crown, when did I crown Alonso? I'm, no, 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 no. No, well, I, I, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I don't give, a, I don't give a crap what people said. I'm, talking, I'm responsible for what I said. Well, I mean, so when I, did look, I, I – wait, no, I no, if you're using, if you're using that as the base – hold on, hold on. If you're using that as the basis of your argument that – Pete Alonso got a lot of hype, and therefore Shohei Otani shouldn't get hype. Went, find me tape of me giving Pete Alonso a lot of hype or selling said, him like I'm, I'm selling Shohei Otani. I'm just saying people said it. That's what I'm but saying. But I did not. I, I, I so it doesn't matter. It's not an argument to use against what I'm saying because I did not say it. Oh, well, you're still talking about the most hype person in baseball, right? I'm talking about Otani. So yeah, contradict, right so counter what I'm so saying you, about so Shohei Otani. Because so Pete Alonso has nothing to do with Shohei Otani. So in 2019, you were never talking about Pete Alonzo. No, not really. Uh, all right, I found that hard to Pete believe. Pete Alonzo okay. wasn't doing things that Shohei Otani is doing that transcend the sport. What Pete Alonzo had, had a regular a baseball season. He had he had <laughs> he had a lot of home runs in the second yeah, he had half 53 of the home year runs. on a bad baseball team. I, I understand he had 53 home runs, but he wasn't a starting pitcher. I I I, I, I don't even want to bring up pitching. I already, I already well, that's right. again. I, th- I, th- thank th- you for the I call, th- man. I I I enjoy the back and forth. Uh, but, but you can't say I don't want to bring up pitching. That counts. That's the reason we're talking about Otani this way. He's doing both. I also for JC for everybody else. Uh, nobody nobody wants Pete Alonso out of town. And that's a <laughs> fact. So I don't know what. I mean, whoever thinks that doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> the Mets game, Anthony had to make sure he got that in. Yeah. Oh, no, because that's just <laughs> stupid and it's wrong. It makes no sense whatsoever. There's nobody that wants Pete Alonso out of town, and nor should they want him out of town.
And uh, and no disrespect to Pete Alonso, he never received the level of attention that Shohei Otani is getting right now. That like not even close. I mean, maybe in on New York sports talk radio, but not uh, across the board. Jeff in Dallas, Jeff, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's going on? Well, I, I I have I have my main point what I call for, but I'm just sitting there. The the argument about Shohei Otani versus all these other guys is that last caller. He kept referring to Otani as a power hitter, power hitter, power hitter. Four bunt singles. That's it. Miggy Cabrera, my guy in Detroit, McGuire, you know, these guys, they're not going to bunt for a single. So that kind of says he's basically an all-around hitter. But um, my main point, when you were talking about Barry Bonds being, uh, you know, should be in the Hall of Fame, baseball's got a whole lot of problems. and But at least they've been consistent. Rose... Hall of Fame, cheated, not in. Clemens, Bonds, what, 10th year? The main point, the main telling point is, I want to see what's going to happen when A-Rod comes up. Because if they let A-Rod in and don't let these other guys in, they're going to have a problem. So A-Rod may not get in. Well, there's a lot of guys. like, And, and then you know, the problem is you basically have to keep the, an entire era of players out. And that's where I think it's yes. tough. I, I mean, it, it, you're basically erasing a moment in time. In, 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 in history. And that's why I say, I mean, you want to put it on their plaque that this happened? Fine. Or you want to have a separate wing even? Fine. Uh, but I, I think people are smart enough to, to realize what, what happened there and why that happened. So I just think it gets too tough at a certain point to say, because you can't identify everybody that's cheated. You can't identify when people started cheating. Yeah. And, and then if you're keeping every cheater out, then nobody who did anything good other than Derek Jeter Right, like who's the one guy that I think people like say he didn't cheat or whatever from that entire era gets to go into the Hall of Fame because there's if questions he, about David Ortiz, right? There's questions yeah. uh, about. Oh, I agree. They should be in. If you if you were a Hall of Fame voter for baseball, would you put these guys in? Absolutely. And Pete Rose. Yeah, sure. I, I Pete Rose is a different category. It's not the same yeah. thing because it, it's. But yes, I would put Pete Rose in too. Yes. Thank you. I agree. I, I, these guys just need to stop calling, trying to argue with you about Otani, because it's getting kind of like I'm almost laughing now. <laughs> Thank you. Well, for they're playing. Me. I mean, you said it yourself. They're, that one caller about Japan. They're playing baseball the real way. They're playing it like we used to play when I grew up. You know, now it's hit dinger, strikeout, shift. Nobody could bunt. Nobody could play small ball. Nobody's a contact hitter. I mean, when Miggy won the Triple Crown a few years ago, that'll never happen again. I, I, mean, I, say, I don't. I want to say never, and and I, don't, I hesitate to say anything is the real way versus another way. Uh, you know, but um, the the uh, uh, Otani is has proven himself as a how many tool player, and and everybody you know to, oh, to yeah to call him a power hitter as if that's a diss. I, I, you know, he, you mentioned the bunt singles. I, I mentioned the triples. I mean, there's all sorts of other things that factor in. And then, like, yeah, the, he's a power hitter. Good. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 fact, the fact that the guy, half of his week, he doesn't just get to go work on, uh, you know, batting cages and, and dealing with his hitting coach seven days a week like non-pitchers do. I mean, if you wanted to, you could make Otani a first baseman and – he could just hit forever, but he's got to spend half his time with pitching and is still producing like this. That's amazing. 
Yeah, and thank you for the call. I mean, like, that's part of what makes him different. I've I seen footage of him in the outfield throwing guys out at the plate um, in, in Japan. 855-212-4227. I mean, you see what he, he does otherwise, and, and you think he can't be uh, an outfielder or play defense. Uh, you're nuts, right? Like, like, come on. You're listening to The Robin Lundberg Show. You know, you shouldn't let hype... Um, you know, judge your or sway your opinion. <laughs> hype, yeah, I understand. Or there's a backlash to people being overhyped. Like that just, it, it, it's happened. I get it. People are like, I'm tired of hearing about this or you're overselling this. But that doesn't mean you go the other direction. Like LeBron probably is the best example of this. The guy, since he went to Miami in 2010, was talked about every day. He's been talked about every day to the point where people are probably sick of hearing about LeBron. But just because you have that reaction doesn't mean he's not the greatest or right there at the greatest, right? Like, you can both be uh, cognizant of the amount of hype somebody's getting or have a backlash to the attention without it meaning you demean their accomplishments or what they did. I mean, Tim Tebow... He he's another example of somebody that got overhyped for sure, right? Especially relative to what you could make the argument for him relative to his accomplishments. Other than college, he was way overhyped. Um, but it it has people talk about him like he's a disgrace, you know. Just like the people who sell him like he's better than he is, he's not. Also, not a disgrace. I mean, the guy did win a playoff game. You know, the guy is maybe the best college player ever he's not a disgrace <laughs> but I feel like some people want to call him that because of the hype and now you're going to get it with Otani a little bit here at this moment and just because he's being hyped rightfully so in my mind doesn't mean what he's doing isn't great if you want to contextualize it and say hey I actually believe you know so and so provided more value even though they weren't both hitting and pitching fine or I mean, if you want to say, let's see it for a little bit longer, fine. I mean, that's imminently reasonable. Say, let's see it for longer. I mean, it is, we're only talking about a half a season here. But the hype is because, like, when's the last time you heard Babe Ruth brought up in, like, current conversation? That's a lot of where the the hype comes from. 855-212-4227. Let's go to Sam and Canton. Sam. You're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's going on? Hey, Robin. Thank you for taking my call. Robin, uh, I, I think a big part of the problem is is that it's difficult for people to let go of their heroes, uh, whether it's someone from the past or whether you know they have a great rooting interest in, in, in a local team. And because of that, it's, it's very, very difficult for the average individual, okay, to have the kind of objectivity just to look at what is being accomplished in, in cold statistics and in performance and, and to acknowledge it. Um, you know, I've been around a long time. You know, I lived during the era that Roger Maris played and, and Willie Mays and the great players. And, you know, there were pitchers, arguably, certainly, that had – uh, better seasons than Otani had. There were hitters that had better seasons than Otani had. Okay. But 
certainly no one can make the argument that someone had had as a pitcher and as a hitter, uh, you know, the kind of success that he's had. I mean, it stands alone. And I think people, you know, have lost their ability sometimes to be objective. The, the thing I guess I would point out, Robin, and what I always look at, to me, the measure of greatness, the measure of greatness is consistency over a period of time. You brought up LeBron James here just a few moments ago. And LeBron James, over a period of, and, and I'm not sure, I think it's been like 17 years or 18 Eight, years. 18 years, yeah. Yeah, that he has maintained a level of consistency and greatness and performance, okay, that no one can argue with, okay, when they're talking about measuring him against the other great players of all time. There's no question. I mean, he's there. And I think with Otani, uh, there can be no diminishing, okay, of his, of his incredible accomplishments so far. But what I will look at is what is he doing three years from now? What is he doing five years from now? And that, for me, will be the measuring stick of how great he truly is. And I appreciate oh, your taking my call. For sure. Uh, look, again, like I said, it's semantics and it's playing around, messing around with words. Like you could use the word best and great, and they mean different things, right? His greatness is not solidified at all. Um, is he the best right now that anyone's been? You certainly make the argument. It's an argument I made. Chris in Pennsylvania. Chris, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's going on? Hey, Robin, how's it going, my man? Good, Good weekend. how are you? The whole thing. I'm doing all right. Um, somebody brought up earlier uh, about Pete Alonzo getting hype and or, or he deserves hype or whatever. Um, look, being a Mets fan, I, I'll be the first person to say Otani deserves this hype. He deserves more hype. And there's a million, I, I think there are other darker reasons why you may not be getting as much hype as he should be getting. Um, but I don't want to bring that up here, you know, on your show. I'm not necessarily sure if you want to get into a political discussion. But what I will say, wait, is hold that on. If you're gonna, if you, if you're gonna say that, at least, are you saying because he's Japanese? Absolutely, 100. percent If they, if you were, if he was a white man, they would have no problem con, con, uh, comparing him to Babe Ruth. You know, that would without question. Without question, the Ruthian thing would be thrown around every 30 well, seconds. Look, I, I think the Ruthian thing is being thrown around. Maybe there's a hesitancy from some to annoy him. I, I think that's a far more complex conversation that you, I would have to actually look at the data, the numbers, and, 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 and the mentions and, and all that stuff to, to get. Yes, there could be a bias against someone who is not English-speaking uh, as a first language or American born at the same time, there's also a level of hype that can come with that because of international appeal. And because, you know, uh, and I, I say this in no derogatory way whatsoever, but people from a certain background may be more supportive of him because, you know, he, he represents them, but go ahead. Perhaps, perhaps. But the, but the other point that I was going to bring up here was that the person who brought up Pete Alonso had the wrong New York Mets though. Jacob DeGrom is the only other player in the majors right now that deserves any kind of hype the level of Otani because you can say Ruthie and all day with Otani, but you haven't heard Gibson-esque since Greg Maddox. So Jacob DeGrom deserves this hype for sure. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is arguably having the best pitching season any pitcher has ever had. Right? And it's consistent, too. And that's the other thing. The, the last caller talked about consistency. He's been doing this for almost five years now. Oh, he's great, and thank you for the call. I mean, like, inarguable. I mean, he, he's 
when you talk about greatness, he's higher up on the greatness list than, than Otani is because of his, his career work. And uh, as a pitcher, he's been absolutely sterling. But I've always, and maybe this is me being um, unfair, I, I mean, pitchers only pitch however many times. And that's where the, the Otani difference is. I mean, if Otani was not a pitcher, he would be, you know, I, I'm sure he'd be an outfielder, by the way. But he would be still arguably the best hitter in baseball this year. I mean, he, he leads the entire major leagues in home runs and slugging percentage. He leads the American League in triples. I think he has more extra base hits than anybody. I mean, even as uh, even if you're just looking at wins above replacement uh, for position players, he's in the top, you know, grouping of players. So he's having a year right now that and he lives uh, Otani leads all players and wins above replacement player right now that's due to the pitching plus the hitting but even as just as a hitter he's he's right there so that's the difference to me i mean like a pitcher as you know, Jacob deGrom is is a better pitcher than anyone but there's nobody that's that's providing the value that Otani is providing right now because he's a very very good pitcher and he's right there with the best hitters I think I think it just you know by uh, you know when you said best ever I think that's why that's why like it triggered you know me and I kind of had the reaction that I did and, and some people other you know have their reaction to it because you know when I, when I think best ever you know I, you know I'm thinking just like total dominance um, and, and and again and obviously yes he's you know he's having a great year and um, he's a great hitter and he's having a, a very nice uh, pitching season as well um, it just you know again. You know, when you say best ever, I'm just thinking just like, you know, total dominance. And he's, again, and I, you know, I hate saying this because I, you know, again, he's, I, I don't want to sound like I'm diminishing what he's done, but, you know, he's not even, you know, the the best, uh, whether it's hitting or pitching. He's not the best at either of those positions. But, but think about the proposition you're raising there. He's not the best at either pitching or hitting well, yeah but you both. start but you started it because you're saying well, the best well, ever. first of all well he he is essentially I mean, the so best if you're hitter. saying best ever then i'm but you know then he has to be at least he has to be at least the best in, in uh one of these could he be the no, best you, in one well, of these categories at least i then? mean is he arguably the best hitter this year he's right there and and he's one of the best pitchers i mean he's one of the you know top 15 pitchers in baseball so he's a top five hitter and a top 15 pitcher when have we ever discussed and a, a great base runner? That's what you said best. It's it's all that stuff in one package, which we we don't have a precedent for. Because there's nobody you can compare him to. I mean, Babe Ruth's the only comparison you have, and you gotta that you gotta go back a hundred years for that. So like, there's no standard. Because then you're starting to use his brilliance against him if you're saying he's not the best pitcher. Or that you know, he's the best. That guy used power. Hitter, he's the best power hitter in baseball this year, for sure. And uh, uh, you know, he's the best player in baseball this year. Wins above replacement. If we're using that as the stat, and his his he's on pace for a wins above replacement season better than any Mike Trout ever had. You got to go back to Barry Bonds, who cheated 
So, but when I say best, I'm not saying it, it, as far as like he solidified his status going forward, or he's 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 already etched his name amongst the greats all time. That that's ridiculous. But as far as the season he's having thus far, has anyone ever been better? All things considered, you could easily make the the case no. There have been people who have been better at pitching. There have been people who have been better even at hitting. But there's no one who's done both as well as he's doing it now and run as a another factor in, as a complete player. No one's ever been better. That's the, that's the argument I'm making. I mean, of course he's not Jacob deGrom. And Jacob deGrom is a good hitter for a pitcher, but he's got 33 home runs and whatever his ERA is now. 3.49. Yeah, 3. And if you had, if you added, all right, let's just say this. If you added Shohei Otani just as a pitcher to the match, you'd be very happy, right? He's four and one. I mean, okay, 3. but. 3.49 ERA. That, yeah, which is very good. I mean, like, it's not the best. But, I mean, the guy's, he's awesome. I'm going to talk a little Conor McGregor coming up. It's the Robin Ludberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 